The Bible says in Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 through 45, when the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest. Stay with me. But finds none. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house empty. Somebody say empty. Mercy. Swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings with it, watch this, seven other spirits. More evil than itself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of the person is worse than the first. So also will it be with this evil generation. In this moment, I'm so grateful. And I want you to follow along with me even as we've been talking about move that over. You know, I learned about something new uh, not too long ago. I never heard of this, you know. There's some individuals that are known as squatters. Somebody say squatter. And I never heard, man, when I think about squats, I'm thinking about, you know. When I'm thinking about squats, I'm thinking about some workout or something of this nature. Fact of the matter is that a squatter is someone who shows up to a house that is abandoned. Come on, somebody. They find the house empty. And so consequently, especially, I heard that this is something that happens a lot, even overseas. And when they find a house that is empty, they will take up residence in that house. Come on, somebody. Because there's no one there, there's nothing in there, and consequently, because they find it empty, they say, this is going to be my house. And so squatters are infamous. It's becoming something that is more prevalent. And guess what? When it is that they go and they find this house and they move in the house, they don't just go by themselves. When they find out that it's empty, they go back and call the man them. And they're like, yo, fam. There's a couple rooms, one for you, one for... We can have a bashman in here. Come on, somebody. And they show up to party. And they go in and they take residence in this house. Well, what, what, is it, what is it that you're talking about, Pastor Andrew? Why are we talking about squatters? Uh, listen, fact of the matter is, I've been preaching to you for the last few moments uh, this series entitled Move That Over. And I've been talking to you about things that you are to move out of the way. Come on, somebody. Move things over. Clear things out. You know, as we're entering into this spring cleaning season, uh, move, do some spiritual spring cleaning to get some things out. But the fact of the matter is that I'm not telling you to empty out your house and leave it empty. There are many of us, watch this, uh, you are spending time, even most recently during this season, you've been moving people out of your life, but then you're, you're, the space that the right people are supposed to be in is empty. So you've been blocking folk, you've been offing folk, you've been putting them away, you've been pushing them aside, you've been getting ready, rid of stuff, you've been selling things, all this, but the house is empty. You've been ridding your soul of some things that are dangerous, especially during this Lenten season, but you leave your soul in an empty place. And the desire of God for you to move stuff out of the way 
is not for you to remain empty. But I showed up to tell you today that the desire of God is for you to be filled with everything that you need in order to walk into a successful place. Can I tell you this? This is why this is why the goal of Christian meditation is not just emptying yourself. Nowadays, we tell people to chant mantras and to empty our minds. Come on, somebody. And to empty ourselves and just concentrate on your breathing and all of this stuff. My Bible says, come on somebody, meditation is great, but you're not just emptying your mind. You got to empty your mind and focus it, end up filling it and focusing it on the word of God. Come on somebody. So many of y'all just been chanting ohms and being in position where you're emptying yourself and emptying your mind, but you have not been filling it with the word of God. I hear my Bible say, blessed is the man, can I preach, that walks not after the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but he delights himself, watch this, in the law of the Lord, the word of God, and on his word, here we go, does he meditate day and night, for that person will be like a tree. Come on, somebody. Some of us think that you're going to be like a tree while remaining empty. Come on, somebody. And the fact of the matter is that God has not called you to remain empty. He's called you to fill yourself with his word. For that person will be like a tree. Hear me. That like uh, planted by the rivers of water that will bring forth fruit in his season. So prosperity, watch this, is attached to the person who is planted in God's word. Not just talking about houses and cars, but fulfillment of the soul. Come on somebody. And the mind and the body and the things you have need of. When you're planted in the word of God will bring forth fruit in his season. His leaf will not wither. There's security when you're planted. When you're filled with God's word, his leaf will not wither and whatsoever he does will prosper. That's Bible. But the wicked are not so. So the wicked, the opposite of the person who is planted is the one who leaves himself empty and is not planted in the word of God. Says they will be like the chaff that the wind drives away. And so it's imperative for us not just to empty ourselves, but get to the place where we start filling ourselves with the word of God. Here in the text, uh, Jesus is making this declaration over a generation. But the fact of the matter is, it is still applicable to us in principle. There are many that empty the house and there are some who don't think that Christians can be demonized. And so the fact is, watch this, although Jesus is talking in this context that he is in, there are many Christians, and I'll say this emphatically, although you belong to Jesus, there are still areas in your life that you can be demonized. And this is why there are many, yes, I understand that you are also mine and there is a psychological, uh, there's a psychological aspect to you and some things can be counseled out, but some stuff needs to be cast out. Oh, can I talk about it today? There are some things that have a grip on you and a hold on you. And many of you, it's because it's their spiritual squatters. Come on, somebody that have taken up residence in areas of your life because you left them empty. Who am I talking to? And so it's imperative and important that you begin to combat 
what it is that has come with the word of the Lord. You don't just move stuff out and move stuff over, but it's imperative that you are filling yourself with God's word because as he says, watch this, there are many of you, you are set up to be worse than you were before you started doing deliverance. He says the latter state was worse than the beginning state because when it left, it went, couldn't find nowhere, came back. And started squatting. You kicked it out. But it came back because you didn't fill the space. Now consequently it is going back in the space. And bringing some of its friends. Who am I talking to today? And so it's imperative. Watch this. We fill our, we are filling ourselves with God's word in this season. I'm believing that this is going to be a prosperous season for many of us. But it's going to happen as you are planted or filling yourself with God's word. Can I tell you not only this. Man, you got to have some faith. In this season ahead, man, I am telling you the difficulty and the challenges that we have faced uh, that, are, that we are up against. God is calling his people to pick back up the shield of faith. I want, you, I want you to turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. This is a powerful, a powerful, powerful passage for those who are not aware of it or those who may have forgot. Verse 16, talking about what are you filling yourself with? You've got to fill yourself with faith. Verse 16 says, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish. Ephesians 6 verse 16, extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. There are many of you that are charging hell with doubt. Come on somebody. And you are wondering why you're getting lit up, literally. But he says it's our faith that overcomes. It's our faith that can extinguish all of the fiery darts of the enemy. I don't care what you're facing. Come on. I don't care what's up against us this year. Can I just call to a people that will fill themselves with faith in the God who is yet and still in control? Come on. I don't care how the vote goes. He's still going to be on the throne yesterday. Hebrews 13 8, Today and forevermore. Can I just stoke the faith of someone in this place to know that if Jesus can turn water into wine if you believe him he can turn anything that you have in your possession into exactly what you need come on watch this he can make it even he can even make it litty in your situation but, oh, don't want to be real. first miracle Jesus does is turn water into wine y'all don't want to have church with me today he is there. He can turn anything into what it is that you need. I invite you into a place of faith. I invite you to walk by faith and not what you see. Come on, somebody. It's time for us to trust our God and believe him to do what it is that he is desirous of doing in our lives. Faith. Not only this. Can I just tell you this man. Speaking about faith and the shield of faith. Come on. This is all a part of armor. Not only do you better fill. You better fill yourself with the word of God. And not only do you need to fill yourself with faith. But I just want to tell somebody today. You got to fill yourself with fight. Yeah. 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 Some, somebody just needs to get their fight back this year come on can I just preach some vision into somebody there are many of you reason why you've been allowing these spiritual squatters to get up in your life and to park there and to be there come on you got to get to the place where you stop being bullied and you realize come on who your great God is and you say you're not staying here 
not another day. You're going, not another moment. Come on, somebody. You're going to get up and you're going to get out of my life and my situation. Text says in verse 10, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil for we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but against rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual squatters of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand firm. Somebody say, stand firm. Man, you gotta, you gotta stand firm, stand there firm. Therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and the shoes for your feet, having put on readiness given by the gospel of peace. And then we already talked about the shield of faith, but verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep the word, keep, the, uh, uh, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Listen, I want you to get this. I want you to get this in this hour and this time. God is calling us to be a church that gets our fight back. That we get on the offense and we stand firm. If we need to be on the defense, we're there and we stand firm. In your house, you're standing firm. On your job, you're standing firm. You are not a wuss in the spirit. You are not a pushover. You are not, a, you're not just going to roll over and let Satan run roughshod and do whatever he wants wants to do is there anybody other than me that's saying if God went through all of that to come down come on somebody and be miraculously born of the blessed virgin Mary if he went through all of that temptation on the earth where Satan tempted him after 40 days being in the wilderness come on somebody if he went through all of that to be whipped in his back with a cat of nine tails a whip that had broken bone and seashells that were attacked to it where chunks of flesh were ripped out of his uh, back as they whipped him if he went through all of that where they pierced him in his side come on somebody where blood and water came spilling out as a result of what they did to him put a crown of 72 thorns in his head and pushed it down stretched him wide come on hung him high in order for him to breathe while his nails were in his wrists and in his feet he was asphyxiating and they had to put he had to push himself up in excruciating pain because his lungs were filling with fluid come on he went through all of that even when couldn't even afford his own tomb went into a borrowed tomb come on somebody and died on the behalf of you and I come on somebody and bright and early on Sunday morning rose from death with all power in his hands if he went through all of that so that I could have the victory and the power I hear 1 Corinthians 15 57 thanks be to God who has given us the victory through Christ Jesus our Lord don't let all of that be in waste come on for some spiritual squatters in your life get your fight back And so, I wonder if there's anybody with me this year. We're moving forward. 
We're not just moving things over. But we are moving forward, trusting and believing God. We're going to fill ourselves with his word. We're going to fill ourselves with faith. And we're going to fill ourselves with fight. Standing firm. Glory to our God.